When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Um, are you reading anything fun right now? Yeah, I just started a book. Let's see. So I just finished a book called The Lost for Words Bookshop. It was mm. an interesting, I don't know how I find these books, but it was like an interesting <laughs> love story. Kind of, you remember how I talked about that one, like Into the Ether or something, where it was like, I was really confused as to whether it was like a two or a four star because mm, like yeah. the woman, I just like didn't relate to it all, but it was like an interesting take on a love story. Yeah. This was kind of similar. She interesting. Had, yeah. She, there, she was like a victim of like her parents had like domestic abuse issues. And so she was like very hesitant to be in a relationship mm. so, and she was like in the foster care system. So it was like a really interesting perspective that I've never seen before. Yeah. But I was like, I think I like this. I wound up just doing three stars, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting read. Um, on that topic yeah I just love how books give us the opportunity Mm -hmm. to step in the shoes of someone who's not like us yes even if we don't love the book right we have an opportunity to like see things from a different perspective yeah I just always think that's so cool it was I was I thought it was a really good read for like opening my eyes to a different perspective of like love from somebody who's grown up in that way yeah so I thought that was really interesting um, but then I pivoted. I needed more fantasy in my life. <laughs> um, so I'm reading Lady of Darkness. Okay. Um, it just popped up on like, since you liked Akatar, yeah, you'll like this. There's definitely a lot of Akatar pull in there, mm. which like I know I feel like Akatar kind of led this genre almost, and yeah. so a lot of these authors that are writing stuff now, it almost like. I feel like they pulled a lot Are they of copying a little like, okay. So for example, she goes to like this one or the, the guy, whatever he's from this amazing Faye, you know, city and he's talking about it. And he's like, my favorite part is like the artist's quarter. And I was like, hmm. this feels very much like the rainbow, like the yeah. way he was describing everything. I was like, I know you're calling it the artist quarter, but I was like, it's literally like the rainbow of Polaris. Yeah. They just came up with a different name for it. Yeah. There was, which little, isn't even that good of a I know. name. There was just a lot of pulls from Akatar, but I'm like, it's an interesting book so far. I don't know. But then I was just like, mm. but I know it's so hard to create new ideas. Cause it's like, there's only so many things, you know, I mean, like I try to, I try to give it that like thought where it's like, well, right. I mean, there's only so many different aspects to a city. It's like, obviously people love theater and love art. So it's like Sarah J. Mass didn't like come up with this idea of like, 
an right. artist area. You that's know what I mean? That's true. She's like, I tried enough. But she like made it her own. Right. And so that, yeah. So it's like the fine line of like making it your own versus like pulling inspiration. Like I appreciate pulling inspiration, but yeah, I don't know. There was just like several references where I was like, hmm, this is a little well, too similar. Also, I feel like you, in theory, pull inspiration from different types of things. Right. Right. Like. I have this, I have this like world that I have in my head where it's like Pokemon, I, like for some reason, like the Pokemon type world where mm-hmm. it's like people have to like low key, like trek between cities, even though within the city itself, it's like high tech. Right. That That's like a world I have in my head. Yeah. And I don't like, but, but it's not Pokemon. It's right. Oh, that concept of that thing. Right. You've made it original. Or I'm not even saying like I've made it original, but it's like you could, there's a difference between pulling a concept. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus. Yeah. Creating something that's exactly the same. Yeah. And, like and then, have- and, and, and it's like a lot of the same things from the same type of book. Right. Cause it's that's, like, that's what something I think from me. like Pokemon in my mind and then something from like game of Thrones in my mind. Right. And then, so, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's different. Right. And it all feels like it's very pulled from the same. Yeah. Piece. Like source material. Right. So it's kind of, I'm, I'm trying to like, I think it's a five book series. So I'm trying to be like open-minded as to like, maybe it'll kind of expand, go different ways. All right. Like maybe we should just start it in that right. way. Yeah. Fair enough. So we'll see. I don't know. I've just, I started it like yesterday. So okay. I'm giving it a chance. That's in- anytime yeah. I see a book that says like fans of a court of thorns and roses I'm always worried that that's what's happening I know I try to but it's like you never know because I mean you never know from blood and ash was amazing we loved it and that was like that's oh true. if you're a fan of Akatar like that is true so I go in open-minded every time I appreciate that yeah what about you are you reading anything um so I just finished a book for my other book club which was so it was a cozy like British read yeah it was called Iona Iverson's Rules for Commuting. I love that. It was so delightful. Yeah. It was this. I It totally played like a movie in my head, like a mm-hmm. like just a delightful movie. Right. So it's like you have this older woman on a train who commutes to work every day. She has her French bulldog. She's kind of a character. She's um like a like a advice columnist kind mm-hmm. of thing where people like write in their problems and yep. she answers. And she and uh, so she's on this train and one of the guys on the train, his name is Pierce. He eats a grape and chokes on it mm-hmm. and so there's this whole thing where one of her rules of commuting is you just never talk to anybody else right absolutely 100 percent agree but this guy's choking and then it's this whole thing where like a couple people try to save him and mm-hmm. then a nurse shows up and the guy's fine yeah nobody died because it's cozy right it's cozy um but this is like the catalyst of all these people getting to know each other because <gasps> that wall i love it yeah that wall of like not talking was broken yeah and so now it's like you know, Iona, who's the older lady, is like talking to the nurse because he's she's like, that was so impressive. Mm-hmm. And then like the girl who was sitting across from her, like they kind of have a crush on each other. And mm-hmm. it's like all of these things. Yeah. And different. It was a whole range of characters, too. Like okay. it was like from a teenage girl to this older woman to a, you know, middle aged, like finance, like stocks guy. Right. Like such a wide range of characters and they all had their own problems and there is they essentially start to look at this older woman as like the person for advice and so she kind of like is cultivating this like in-person advice session on this train and people are like fighting to sit next to her eventually (laughs) and it's this whole thing where but then she has her own stuff going on and it's just 
these people coming to help her. And it's just, it was so cozy. I love and that. Delightful. I love it. And I could totally see this as a movie. Like in my head, you're explaining yeah. it and I see a show or I see a movie. It was so good. I actually own this book too. So I can bring it to oh, you yeah. and you can read it. It was, it gave me a lot of last chance library vibes too, but yep. even better. Oh yes. I want to read this. It was just, it was so delightful. It just, it made me feel cozy and good. Yeah. So that was exciting. So I just finished reading that, but I started, I have this like stack of um, like fantasy books that I've bought, mm-hmm. but got like sidelined because I always had so many books coming in from the library. Right. Right now I have like one book from the library. Mm-hmm. It's not due for like two months. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm finally <laughs> going to start making a dent in this like bot TBR list. Right. So I just started Ledge. Okay. By like Stacy, I think it's like McEwen or something like that. Okay. Um, so more to come there. I'm only like a chapter or two in, but gotcha. that's my next jump into fantasy yes. world. I'm very excited about it. That is exciting. Yeah. All good things. Yep. But I'm not reading anything on the Kindle right now. I like looked at the stuff I had on there and I was like, nothing is screaming at me. Yeah. I think I really just want to tackle the physical. Yeah. I know. I haven't TBR right I now. I like I've been reading everything on my Kindle and I'm loving it right now. Yeah. It's so compact and I'm yes. just so happy with how compact it is. Yes. Well, I felt like I was like for like four or five, not it could like three months there, yeah. like hard on the Kindle. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like back to the real book. Oh, let's have some real book time now. Yep. And then I'll go back to the Kindle again. Mm-hmm. So We'll find a good balance eventually. Yeah. But anywho. Um, oh, we have a shout out this week. Yes. We have another um, fam level Patreon member that signed up. Uh, okay. So Kristen P. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for signing up to be a fam member. Thank you. Um, we I know we've talked about this before, so we won't go super hard into it. But this is one of the many perks you mm-hmm. get. One of the least of the things we can do. Is that yes. how you say that? Something. Um, <laughs> for all of the support that you're giving us. Um, but lots of exciting things that come when you are a fam or fay or even fan mm-hmm. member, which is as low as $1 a month. Yep. Um, so just check it out on our Patreon and see some of the cool stuff we have over there. Yep. Um. All right. Should we dive in? Let's dive in. Okay. This week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this week. <sighs> Epicness and craziness and insanity and all the feels. Yeah. All of it. I, as I was prepping, I texted Sarah that every time I read the last hundred pages of this book, I sob and I'll I cry. forget that yep. every time, mm-hmm. every time, but it's so good. So good. Um, so this week we're doing uh, chapters 80 through 88, lots mm-hmm. of short little chapters. And we're calling this episode One Wolf remains oh Ah! i love it so much let's see if we can get through this episode without crying i i last week was a hundred percent had to cry with lahaba you know sacrificing yourself this week potential to cry while we're reading it but not as strong i (laughs) i i don't know for me (laughs) (laughs) oh lord okay Let's start with chapter 80. So quick recap. Where we left off was Lahaba (laughs) literally is sacrificing herself. She blasts like three energies worth of power into the Nox tank. Yep. As Micah is coming out of the bathroom door. 
and Bryce has like carried herself up to the top of the stairs. So she's back like main level gallery and she yep. closes the door behind her. With Searing. She's with Searing. With Searing. Correct. Mahaba did it for her friends. Yes. Oh God. R.I.P. Okay. So okay. now, now we start the chapter. Chapter 80. Bryce does exactly what Lahaba bought her time to do. I just, <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Oh I was like, what God. the heck? Like she actually shoots Micah in the head. Like, I love what? it so much. It was so freaking epic. I'm just oh watching God. it in my head, like play out. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Real quick. I know before we have ranked the SJM leading ladies. Yes. And I can't, I can't remember what I've said before. But this really solidified for me. I'm I'm pretty sure Bryce is my number two. Bryce is I Bryce is number my number two after I reading think this. Bryce is my number two. I was two. like, yes, hundred percent I'm behind you, Bryce, but you'll never beat Aylin, but it's fine. It's fine. Yes. But you're number two solid right now. Solid. I mean, we love Feyre, but like This is epic. 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 This whole set of chapters. I was like, you go, Bryce. <laughs> you go. Okay. So this chapter opens up and Bryce is like she just is having to deal with the fact that her friend just sacrificed herself and yes. she knows that her friend is dead down there. Yes. Which is horrible, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have time. No. To mourn that at all. Correct. She has to move. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of getting herself to the door that lets them out of the gallery. Right. Opens it and then has this moment. And I, I don't know. No, it's not necessarily a moment of clarity. We find out later, but right. she says that she did not go through that door that was not what Lahaba had bought her time to do. And you're mm-hmm. like, what did Lahaba buy you time to do? If not, escape with your life. Right. Question, question, question. So she turns around, sprints up the stairs because the synth has like truly taken effect. So she's yep. able to kind of block out the pain and just go through it. Well, and she has that like superhuman capability at this point. So even right. though she hasn't made the drop or have a semblance of power. She's got the synth. Which is making her strong. Right. So she sprints up the stairs, literally leaps over the desk and begins to assemble the God Slayer rifle in Jessica's office. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh. And she's like, she's going to kill Danica or kill Micah <laughs> for Danica and the pack. Yes. Like, for what he did to them. Yes. And what's so interesting is this chapter is not being told from her perspective. No. It's being told from the people who are at the summit. So they're just watching this play out. Which is insane. And Rune's like, she's going to kill him. Yeah. And they're realizing that. And the idea of killing an archangel has just like never crossed anybody's mind. No, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. So they're like just in shock. And I just like this is the most badass moment. Yes. Where Bryce is like, without even looking, mm-hmm. she's assembling the God Slayer. And I love it. So much. I love it. I was so like, am much. I turned on by this right now? Yes. Like, I was like, you are incredible. Yes. And she's like, she's using, like, so she unlocks the safe and yep. like knocks back a vial of something, then takes out the golden bullet, which is six inches long. Ooh. And I was like, that's massive. That's a bullet. And it's got like the, um, it's a grinning winged skull on the one side. And then the other side says memento mori, which I was like, remember that you will die. I was like, it's never been more like applicable right it's now. It's so fitting. Oh, and she's like assembling the rifle and she gets two of the parts assembled and then she's like summoning yeah. the third part because like she has magic right like now magic calling it to her hand it just sounds so cool and she's like like putting it together as she's like summoning and like turning around and like not even looking i'm yep. just like you're amazing bryce 
Yeah, and like this is like in the span of like thirty, like we are like thirty seconds post Lahaba dying at right. this point. Like it is yes, just happening. Yes, and I love Hunt's perspective. He says Hunt had never seen anyone assemble a gun without looking at it, running toward a target, as if she had done it a thousand times. She had Hunt remembered. Bryce might have been fathered by the Autumn King, but she was Randall Salago's daughter, and the legendary sharpshooter had taught her well. Oh, I love it. Yes, freaking love Randall, man. I He's love the it. best. And then, oh my God, I just, I, keep, I can't stop reading these pieces. Because yes. it says, and in the two seconds it took Bryce to line up her shot, in the two seconds it took for her to lose a steadying breath, Hunt knew those seconds were Lahaba's. Knew that's what the Sprite's life had bought her friend. What Lahaba had offered to Bryce, and Bryce had accepted, understanding, not a chance to run. No, there would never be any escaping Micah. Lahaba had offered Bryce the two extra seconds needed to kill an archangel. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that so much. I have every feeling. I know it's so it's crazy, epic, in the field, all of it. I epic. love it. It's I just, so good. Can more people write books like this, please? I, I just like I've never felt more alive. <laughs> like that's how I feel reading these books. <gasps> oh my gosh! And then so Micah like charges up the stairs as Bryce is like lined up for the shot. He charges up. He sees the door open to like outside. So he like walks that way and Bryce takes the shot literally through his head. Like he walked right into her trap. He didn't even look back to where Jessica's office was. Just walked straight and Bryce shot. Like (gasps) didn't hesitate. Took the shot right through his head. It's incredible. Insane. So insane. Literally insane. Oh my God. Okay. Chapter 81. Yeah. Bryce finishes off Micah. I said, I love Bryce Adelaide Quinlan. Oh my this gosh. chapter, she freaking vacuums up his ashes. <laughs> I was like, Bryce Quinlan, I love you. I'm in love right now. She like, <laughs> I like, there are no words. Like, like the, the, the creativity, like who, who <laughs> thinks of that? I'd never be like, let me burn this so I can vacuum it. So literally erase you from existence. Like, yeah, I don't have that kind of creativity. Yeah. She's not taking any chances. No. She like quarters him. No. I was like, she is savage. 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 And I love it. I love it so much. Oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. So apparently mm-hmm. when you are killing an archangel. Yes time warps it like shudders it's shuttered time and space like what it's crazy it's so, so they're, like bizarre. watching everything in slow motion yeah and like the world becomes slow motion yeah and it's like slow enough that like hunt can literally examine everyone's face in the room and still see the bullet like make its way through micah so i was like that's like really slow yeah it's wild yeah but so bryce does not depend on this bullet no she takes out Danica's sword mm-hmm. and Sabine is like Ugh. yeah it's shock like, this sword's been missing for two years but Bryce has literally kept it at the gallery for two years two years and she like takes it out and she jumps down from like Jessica's office and yeah. slices his head in half like top to bottom yes well it starts with just the head and you're like oh okay but then it like literally went all the way down by the end all of the, the chapter down. I was like whoa and then she's like, let's go sideways. Yeah, we're going all, all the cuts. All the cuts. <laughs> it's just wild to me. She is in like pure rage mode. Oh, yeah. Like fueled. Like mm-hmm. obviously she's fueled by synth, but yes. like also rage. Yeah. And it's like in these moments, like Hunt is watching her and he's like thinking like these are, you know, the last moments 
that he's gonna see Bryce alive and he's like regretting right. everything he's like I should have told her like all my feelings at the committee mm-hmm. like I shouldn't have you know just walked away yeah and because the synth right we know that they like tear themselves apart right and so he knows she's about to die but it's just like I'm like it's too late hunt like you should have done it hunt oh but she doesn't seem to be like succumbing to tearing herself apart she's just like he's like her eyes are like clear like what's kind of going on and then hypaxia who's also at the summit yes says the antidote is working it's working on her you're like what and like flashback yeah bryce put the antidote that hypaxia sent her into that safe yes and we come to realize that is what she threw back yeah at the beginning before she grabbed the bullet insane so smart so freaking smart so Micah's just laying there in pieces mm-hmm. and Bryce just calmly. Yep. At this point, she's just calm. Yep. She goes, she pours an entire gallon of gasoline on him mm-hmm. and lights a match. Yep. No, nothing is going to grow back. No. He does not get to. No shot. <laughs> no shot of that. Nope. And he just literally ends up as a pile of ash and Rune is watching and he's just saying over and over again, holy fuck. Yep. And it's like. People are just watching this. Well, okay. So it says Bryce stared at the fire, her face still splattered with the archangel's blood. And finally she lifted her eyes right to the camera, to the world watching vengeance incarnate wrath's bruised heart. She would bow for no one. Hunt's lightning sang at the sight of that brutal, beautiful face. And I'm just like, epic. <laughs> just like, I can't like her just like doing all this. And then just like staring up and be like, yeah, that happened. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's amazing oh but then okay the freaking ox arrives i was like where have you what have you been doing what have you been doing that took way too long way too long you guys are like 12 minutes away if that when you're walking slow i was like how did all of this happen and you just now get here help help me understand that it's ridiculous but like she doesn't let them in she's like no no no, there was like a gas leak like it's fine and just like go away basically yep and she takes the vacuum from the supply closet and erases the last trace of Micah from the world. Wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. But then you're like, why do I still have almost 100 pages left? Right. Micah's over. Mm-hmm. Um, well. We're about to find out. Bryce cleans up. The summit is reeling. And Micah manages to get in one last punch. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I can't believe like that they want to the Assyri want to kill Bryce for this. Like, yeah. well, I, I get like, it, I get it, but I'm like, what? No, like she like he was terrible. He yeah, he was terrible. Like she has every right to kill him, mm-hmm. but the Assyri want to kill her for it. Like no, no, like, it was technically defense, right? But that doesn't apply apparently. No, to an archangel. No. So, um, so at the beginning of this. Bryce is just like texting Jessica, which just to me is like so surreal for some reason. Well, I love that Jessica texted her first asking if she was all right. Yeah. I was like, okay, she, we, we knew she cared, but like, just she cares. She cares. Um, and she, uh, Bryce asks, like, did you see what happened? And Jessica lets her know, like, yes, like everybody saw. Right. And Bryce's response is just good. Right. Epic. Mm hmm. And so, you know, she's kind of like petting Searings, trying to soothe him. 
you know, she goes down into the um, archives and kind of like sees mm-hmm. a bit of what happened, and there's no trace of Lahaba. No. Um, so she says she knew the world was coming. It would arrive on her doorstep soon, and she might very well burn for what she'd done. Mm-hmm. So she's like realizing, like, I might die. Lahaba's dead. Seriously. But it's just like she's seeing this like carnage in front of her. Right. Just having a very like cathartic moment. Right. But I will say the books are still intact. Which is like, impressive. Yeah. All the spells Whoa, like they held. So that is very good. Yep. Um, and then Bryce goes and she just like throws up everything in her system. Yeah. Like she's like, I want the synth out of me. Um, and so she's just kind of like sitting there waiting, waiting? for someone to come and get her after like everything that's happened. Yeah. It's just like, you know, when are they going to kill me? When are they going to come take me away? Yep. But nothing. She's just like, um, okay. And no one coming. Yeah, she winds up like opening the front door just to like, you know, I guess see what's going on in the world. Yep. She hears screaming. <sighs> Pivot to the summit. <laughs> Pivot to the summit. Uh, Rune and Hunt are freaking out because mm-hmm. they realize like they're going to kill Bryce for this. Right. Well, the Autumn King is worried too. Yeah. Which everyone is like, is. I mean, for the, for the Autumn King to be freaked out, like that's bad. <laughs> yeah. He's like 90% monster. He has like a little bit. I know. There's a little bit in there. There's a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're talking. They're like, we have to come up with a plan. We need to figure something out. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of like are looking at all of the cameras mm-hmm. that are up on the like screen. Yep. And Hypaxia says, I believe they have bigger issues at hand. And they look to the screen and it says, Micah's experiment with the horn hadn't failed at all. Portals are open. Yeah. Um, I do need to do a quick call out. So mm-hmm. um, while we're like all sitting there, like everybody's like in shock. Yeah. Um, like Sabine literally sitting there in shock, like can't even respond to Amelie who's talking to her. Right. Sandriel gets a call and her triari start assembling the ranks. So you're like, are they going after Bryce? Like, right. But then Rune and Hunt are sitting together with Hypaxia and she slips Hunt the key to That's his right. handcuffs. And so Hunt like, is like low key kind of free. I know. I'm like, hi Paxia, what are you doing, girl? Mm-hmm. I like her. But yeah, then we Suspicious. learned. Yeah. Something's going on in the city. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Summary. Bryce moves through Crescent City, saving whoever she can. I'm so impressed with Bryce and her bravery and like drive to help those yeah. that are defenseless. Like it was amazing to watch. She's amazing. Yeah. She's who I want to be yes that's what i thought when reading this i was like oh yes if like if five percent of me mm-hmm. is like her yeah like let that that would be enough <laughs> let alone all of it um so bryce is bryce is out and she realizes that there's a portal at the heart gate mm-hmm. and it's going straight to hell yeah because all of these demons are just pouring out yeah this is what happened when micah blew the horn yep so she is, she takes Searings and she races back to her apartment mm-hmm. and, you know, she's telling people like, get it, like get into the shelters, get into the shelters. Yep. And she sets Searings up in her apartment. And I think it's so funny. She just like leaves the food open, does right. all these things. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, how long are you planning on being gone, Bryce? <laughs> yeah. Like, we I don't mean, know. It's we have sweet. no idea. And she like puts her all in like the couch or him in the couch, like with blankets and. Yeah. Well, like, cause he's still recovering from his drowning. Right. So she sets him up and basically like straps up yes. like we get we get everything we have a yep. rifle we have guns we have the star sword we got the leather jet we got it all yeah we are ready to fight yep and so she starts going through um 
the streets. Oh, and then, but she gets a call from, or she gets a call. She get a call? No, she calls Juniper. Right. So she actually goes up to the roof so she can kind of survey. That's right. Right. Um, And Bryce realizes like Micah didn't just open a portal in the heart gate. There's one at every gate. Oh, that's right. So like seven portals are open to hell currently. Yep. Terrifying. And then Bryce calls Juniper to tell her like get somewhere safe. Um, And she says that she's already in one of the bomb shelters, which I guess like they built in several places in the city. Which Um, is like kind of cool. Super cool. Yeah. Um, And she just says like it's it's chaos. Like they're going to close it early. They're not letting humans in. And you're like these people. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, And she's like trying to do whatever she can to help. But it's like static. She like loses her. And yeah. But we know she's safe. Yeah. But Bryce fully lies to her because she's like, like, make sure you're safe. And Bryce is like, yeah, I'm I'm safe. Yeah. But she doesn't want Juniper to like be worried about it. She wants Juniper to be able to focus on what she's, you know, right doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she, I think it's funny that she texts Jessica. Yeah. That literal hell is being unleashed. Yep. And um, she just texts her again saying, I'm going into it. Mm-hmm. Because she said someone because someone had, had to. to. Oh, stop. Like, no, you didn't have to, Bryce, but you're such a good person. She's amazing. So every gate, all seven? Yep. Seven gates. Mm-hmm. Blown open to hell. Oh and Bryce, gosh. of all people, mm-hmm. Bryce. Yeah. Is the one going into it. I know. I just like, I can't imagine sitting there. Like, it was bad enough for all the people at Summit to sit there and watch. Like, they thought Bryce was going to die from Micah. Like, to yep. watch that whole exchange, that's edge of your seat terrifying. Yep. But this is like heart stopping like yeah completely helpless yeah just devastation yeah and i just can't imagine watching the city be ravaged and you literally can't do anything yeah because you're so far away yeah hard mm-hmm. so back at the summit they're seeing it they're seeing everything come out of every gate yep and everyone's trying to like contact their teams but like people aren't answering yeah no one has any idea what's going on yep I, and then I love Hypaxia mm-hmm. in this moment. She says, I would, well, okay, wait, sorry. I turned a page. I turned two pages. Yeah. So, so ignore me. So at the summit, yep. they're all watching mm-hmm. this chaos unfold. The demons pouring out into the streets. They're trying to contact their teams yep. and they're failing. Mm-hmm. And they're also dealing with all the isms. Yes. There's, there's classism. <laughs> there's racism, like literal race. Right. And like all the things because people are being like, exile from shelters or not let in or they're closing it early and not letting them come but it's like in theory these shelters are supposed to stay open for one hour right and yeah it's crazy and it's like the ox they're all defending Fyro, even though Fyro has its own like special protections in place yeah so that people are extra safe and it's like no like they should be out defending the helpless and like mm. hunt is so pissed he's like yelling at sabine and at like everybody like yeah th- this isn't right yeah. Um, and like even Therian, he's telling his people, like literally grab people and take them underwater. Yeah. Like, save as many people as you can. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter like what the normal rules are. Yeah. Um, and like Isaiah winds up telling Hunt that like the 33rds under siege and they're being slaughtered. And you're like, those are people that are supposed to like defend the city. Yep. So it's just like, it's bad. It it's is bad. Chaos. Yes. And Sabine gets through to Ethan mm-hmm. and Ethan's saying like, they're fucking everywhere. We can barely keep them away. And Sabine just keeps telling them to hold their positions. Right. And it's like, we got to move. Right. You can't just stand there. Yeah. Cause they're just, they're just in Moonwood. Right. Just holding that area. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but like if everyone's in the shelters, they're like, 
go somewhere keep else moving yeah you gotta keep going yeah um and then hypaxia she's kind of monitoring everything and she says to her phone she says suit up and move out we're heading to the city now um and then sabine tells her you'll all be slaughtered and she's pointing at the screen of the footage in the old square and says i would rather die like her than watch innocence die while i'm sitting in here i have chills i know and hun's like looking at where she's pointing and it's like bryce running into danger with her sword and gun out and i'm just like stop bryce like the fact that hypaxia just like i just love how she said that she's yeah. like i want to be like her i do too i do too i think like if i'm watching i feel like i've mentioned like this is like the culmination of my deepest fears yeah and but i feel like Bryce is so inspiring in this moment. Yeah. Like, I feel like she could call anyone mm-hmm. to stand up and do something. Yes. Cause she's just like, and I love, so they patch in like her audio and mm-hmm. they're like following her and she's just like screaming at people, like get into the shelters. Get into, she's trying to usher people into the shelters yes. and save them from demons as she's going. And it's just like amazing. Yes. It's like, it's like, you know, back in the beginning of this book when she's chasing after the Cristalos. Yes. Um, just, she was so, um, she was very badass in that moment. Right. And she was drunk and high Mm -hmm. and caught off guard Yeah, and didn't have weapons or shoes. So it's, or shoes. (laughs) So like her remotely prepared, right. Her remotely cognizant Mm -hmm. is like such a force. Yes. And it is epic. It is. And she's, she's running to the meadows. Yes. To save the humans to like they're defenseless like they yeah. have they're the the least of everyone yep oh yes and it's yeah it's crazy it says um hunt thinking like keep going she had to keep going all her training with randall every hour between the boulders and pines of the mountains around her home every hour in the town rec hall all of it had been for this i'm in my feels i'm in my feels i love it when the universe does something mm-hmm. that like help something in the future like yes all the training was for something and it was for this moment yes <laughs> okay next chapter oh man okay chapter 84 the summit leaders transport disabled the city struggles to survive the last of the wolves keep fighting sob like <laughs> sob oh my gosh i'm just like openly weeping yes <laughs> I read this chapter. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Hypaxia was like about to leave. Right. Um, but then she finds out all of their brooms were destroyed. The brooms, the armory, the cars, the helicopters, literally Micah destroyed all of it before he left. So they couldn't follow him. Right. And I was like, damn, that guy, he really thought planned. this through. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Not good. So they're trapped. Right. Um, now Fury says she has a helicopter, but it's off site. Mm hmm. God knows where. Right. So she's going to get it, but it can only carry so many people first off. Right. But they, and they also have to wait for it. Like it needs to come here. Yes. So that's an option, but immediately they're stuck. Mm-hmm. So they're all sitting there. And then who pipes up but the prime? Yes. At this point. So Sabine is talking to Hunt mm-hmm. because at this point they're trapped and he's telling her to get a wolf pack to the old square. And she says, there are no wolves left for the old square. Like, I think, honestly, at this point, it's less about the isms. Right. And more of just, like, I like I have no one. Right. There's no bodies. There's like, no bodies. Yeah. Like, we're out of people. And this is when the Prime speaks up. And he says, 
one wolf remains in the old swear. And he's pointing at Bryce. I am undone. He says, a true wolf. I am undone. Oh, man. That... Like, it's true. It's so true. And I, lo- I love it so much because Sabine hates her yes. so much. And it's so like, much. this person who you have shit on so hard, who the wolves mm-hmm. have shit on so hard because yeah. of what happened to Danica in the pack and mm-hmm. all of that. She is like... what's left right she at her heart Mm -hmm. is that of a true wolf and it's like they have forgotten yeah who they're supposed to be right in all of that and she's wielding like the sword like danica's sword yeah and sabina first thinks that the prime is confused like no that's just danica's sword and he's like nah no i'm here Mm -hmm. i see it yes i know that just destroyed me (laughs) just every feeling i know um, and then Hutt makes a call Yep. to the Viper Queen. I know. I was like, what? She, he's like, you owe me a favor. And I'm like, what are you, what, what's the favor? What's happening? I don't know. Um, okay. So a couple minutes pass and Bryce calls mm-hmm. and calls Jessica and yep. Jessica puts her on the speaker and Bryce. And at this point. Declan's like created this visual right. of all the cameras, all the sounds, they're hearing everything. They're plugged into all of the right. like communications. Mm-hmm. And so now Bryce is just one more thing added to that. Right. And Bryce is t- saying, tell whoever is at the summit that I need backup in the meadows. I'm heading for the shelter near the mortal gate. And Rune says, Bryce, it's a massacre. Get inside that shelter before they all shut. And he like can't even finish because right. she's taken someone out. And Sabine says, there's no backup for Asphodel medals. Every pack is stationed. And Bryce just starts screaming that there are children here and there are babies. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I know. Oh, I just can't. I feel everything. Yes. And it's just, it's so horrible. Like, it's just. It's terrible. Like, they are the most, like, humans are already the most defenseless. But, yeah. like, human children. The most defenseless of all. Of all of them. <laughs> and then Ethan because he's connected to all of this he's hearing everything he says i'm coming bryce we are all coming and he hangs up on sabine and just i just i was like ethan i love you so much in this moment just like oh like realizing it it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter that it's bryce and like all this stuff between you like he knows what matters and like he's doing it he is and this whole this like last page oh my gosh this page (sighs) it says I just like I was literally sobbing. Let's see if I can get through this without sobbing and weeping even further. Um, this is like Ethan's perspective. It says three minutes in a flat-out run, a sprint to save the most defenseless among them, the human children. The jackals joined them, the coyotes, the wild dogs and common dogs, the hyenas and dingoes, the foxes. It was who they were, who they had always been, defenders of those who could not protect themselves, defenders of the small, the young, shifter or true animal. That truth lay etched in the soul of every canine. Ethan Holstrom sprinted towards Asphodel Meadows with the weight of that history behind him, burning in his heart. I just it was beautiful i i i love dogs so much and this is obviously much more beyond that but like i saw no just to maybe bring some lightness to this for a hot second i saw a video the other day 
uh, his kid out playing with his dog. Yeah. And you see from the side, I don't know if it was like a stray dog or like a wolf mm-hmm. comes charging at this kid. Yeah. And that dog basically like corralled the kid away and like fully like protected this child. Aww. And I was watching this and I was like, we don't deserve these animals. <laughs> like they're too good. They're too good for us. Yeah. And every time my, my stupid, sweet Chawini yeah. is sitting on the couch, like growling, sitting next to my baby at people who are coming too close to the house. I'm like, they're just so precious. and They love us so much. And obviously, this these is are people. Much, this is these are people. This is a much more intense situation. But like, it just I I watch those types of videos and always cry. Yeah. And so this like triggered that dramatically, and I was like, oh yes, it's who you are. It's oh in your gosh. heart. Oh my god. Yeah. I love it. I loved it. I love it. Also, I did not make it through without weeping. In case anybody was curious. <laughs> um. Okay. Chapter 85. 85. The shelters finally close their doors and Bryce is left outside of them. Bryce saving Ethan. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. But I'm like, what is your idea? Like, what what is the plan here? What are you doing, Bryce? Help us, Bryce. Help us oh. understand. Oh my gosh. So she's in Asphodel Meadows and she is just fighting these demons. Yeah. And she is, she's like, I just have to like hold out. They're almost here. I just have to hold out. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point she's fully prepared to die. Oh, hundred percent. She's like, I just need to make it until they get here. So someone is fighting. Right. And just like, oh my God, her heart, it kills me. And it's like, she's out of ammo and a demon is literally about to attack her when she's saved by a fey male. And I was like, wait, I was expecting a wolf and it's, the Viper Queen's Fae bodyguards and have come to help. The favor. I was like, oh snap. Oh snap. Yup. So they've come and then the shifters arrive like right after them. Yep. So there's a whole crew of people now fighting in this right. area, which is great. Yes. And Bryce and Ethan, they like share this moment, like they like lock eyes and like have a moment of understanding. And it's yeah. like, okay, if we make it out, like we'll talk. Like we'll figure everything yeah. out. Like we'll make it work. But it's just like they just have like this realization that like that stuff doesn't matter. It's like yeah. we're here fighting together. Perspective. I know. So intense. Oh. And so like this next like whole section, it's like we're getting a countdown. So it's like four minutes. And then it's like because Declan's kind of like giving us the play by play. It's like yep. four minutes until the shelters close. And like Sandriel comes back in. So we're back at the um, summit. Sandriel comes back into the summit room. She tells them that nobody is to leave because the Asteri are sending help. And you're like, okay. 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 That's some help. This is good. Like, how quickly can they get there? Like, w- this is great news. Like, they just mm-hmm. have to hold out till the shelters close in, fo- in four minutes, and yep. then all will be well. Done. Done. Three minutes. Oh, God. We're back to <laughs> fighting. And yep. everybody is, like, abandoning the perimeters that they had made because they're making their way to the shelters. Yep. Two minutes. Oh, God, this countdown. I know. <laughs> Bryce and Ethan, they're working together, and they're, like, holding this corner to allow everybody to make it inside. And it's, like, where one steps, like, left, the other stepping right. Like, they are, yeah. like, so in sync, like, fighting together. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm, like, totally here for it. Okay. Then we get to 30 seconds. They oh. start – they turn back and start, like, heading towards the shelter. And like way to leave it to the last. I was like thirty moment. seconds. I was like, guys, we could have gone at like a minute. Like, let's Come be on. real. 
Um, and it's like we're getting flashes to like the summit and like Bryce and Ethan at the same time. So it's like yeah. Fury's freaking out. She's like, they're too far away. Yeah. And Hunt's like, no, they'll make it. And then oh, we're like back and Ethan's like slipping and Bryce like grabs him as she's running and like hoists him up to like keep running. And like the wolves inside the shelter are like all trying to hold the door and slow it down <laughs> because they see them coming and they're like, we just have to make it till they get in here. And they're oh, like, you know, God. so close. And then it's 15 seconds and they're charging at the door. All the shifters, but one have lost their grip. So like, that's not really helping slow it down anymore. And whoever this last shifter is though, this last young female shifter, I'm like, you're amazing. You're, I want your name one day. I love you. Whoever you are, like you're saving them. Yes. And it's like they're running and Bryce realizes there's only three feet of room in this like door frame. And she's like, we're not going to both make it in at the exact same time. And we only have like seconds left. And so she slows down just a step and uses her face strength and pushes, pushes Ethan through the door as it slams closed behind them. I'm just like, well, behind him. Behind him. Yeah. Because Bryce, Bryce is outside. She's outside. She slams into the door. The momentum. She can't even stop it. And she just, she's just stuck like, outside. Oh, my heart. Like five, if you had five seconds I'm more. like, why did you wait? Like, why didn't you go in a minute? Why would you wait for 30 seconds? Or just like start inching closer. Right. So it was easier to turn and go. Right. Oh my God. <sighs> so she's trapped outside the shelter. Um, and she like is finally realizing she has no idea what to do. It's yeah. just like, oh, my God. Like, all I had to do was make it into the shelter, and I didn't even make it into the shelter. Yeah. And now what am I supposed to do? That's the question. Because it's like the sun is going down, and, like, it's just – that's terrifying. Yeah. So she comes up with some plan that she decides, and she just, like, takes off towards yep. the old square. Yep. And I'm like, what, what well, do you Because she's like, I'm way too far from my apartment. Right. I could have – I could, in theory, hide there. There's enchantments, at least. but. Right heck if i'm gonna make it all the way over no there. it's like 20 blocks or something um but it's like she's just she's completely alone out there she's like running through the streets and it's like it's terrifying but i'm sure it's like satisfying to her knowing that like everybody's safe inside well they're either safe or they're dead right that's true <laughs> but yeah there's like she's but she like, did everything she could yeah she's like fighting a few demons but it's like there's definitely not as many demons right now either yeah it's kind of like the lull yeah so all right chapter 86 yep Bryce says goodbye. <laughs> Her goodbye. This was sobbing again. So bad. Yes. Like, I mean, like, so good. But but so bad. So there seems to be, like, a reprieve of the creatures as they're waiting for the sun to fully set before releasing all of the terribleness. Because I guess there's, like, beasts that only hunt at night. And so mm -hmm. they're waiting for the sun, like, to completely set before they come out. Yeah. So that's semi-positive. Um, but Bryce makes it to the old square and she decides this is where she's making her final stand. So she takes out her phone and makes a call and it's like everybody at the summit hears the ringing and they're like, like Jessica checks her phone, like everybody's checking their phones and like they realize it's Hunt's phone and like Sandril's like holding it and Rune's like, give it to him. And she mm -hmm. just kind of like stares and he's like, give him the fucking phone. And she does. And I was like, Whoa, okay, good job, Rune. Hunt answers. Yeah. And Bryce is just, like, so surprised. Obviously. She's like, I thought I was going to get, like, voicemail. Like, what? Right. How am I talking to you right now? And he's trying to encourage her, right? Because she just looks on the cameras so defeated. Right. Just, like, 
he said, um, a soldier who had fought a good hard battle. And so Mm -hmm. he's trying to encourage her. Right. And so he's like, you know, help is coming soon. Like, it's not too late. I need you to get up, get to a safer location. So he's trying to talk her through that. Right. And she's just like, has this calm come over her. Yeah. And she says, Hunt, I need you to call my mom. (laughs) Stop. No. And it's just, she starts in with her goodbye. She says, I need you to tell her that I love her and that everything I am is because of her, her strength and her courage and her love. And I'm sorry for all the bullshit I put her through, which is so sweet. And then she goes, tell my dad. And the Autumn King kind of perks. But then she's like, tell Randall that I'm so proud I got to call him my father. That he was the only one that ever mattered. I love and that like, so much. I love it. And I'm also like, fuck you, Autumn King. Yes. Um, and Hannah's just like not hearing it. But she's like, tell Fury I'm sorry I lied. That I would have told her the truth eventually. Tell Juniper thank you for that night on the roof. Tell her that I know now why she stopped me from jumping. It was so I could get here to help today. And it's like, oh my gosh, oh my god. But also, a lot of these people didn't know that that happened. Yes, and like, no, Bryce almost jumped off of the roof hunt and rune like we even get their perspective like as she said that they're like oh my gosh like we never realized it was that bad yeah it's just like it's heartbreaking so heartbreaking then she says tell rune i forgive him i forgave him a long time ago i just didn't know how to tell him tell him i'm sorry i hid the truth and that i only did it because i love him and didn't want to take anything away from him he'll always be the better one of us and it's like this is such a sweet moment but you're also kind of like huh what yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? What did you hide? What yeah. truth did you hide? The better one of us in what? Like, huh? And Hunt is kind of like looking at Rune, and Rune's kind of like, what? Like, yeah. a little confused here. And then she wraps this up and she says, Hunt, I was waiting for you. And she's saying, like, in here, like, in her heart. Mm. And then he goes, I was waiting for you too. And it's just every feeling. Well, and then she says, I forgive you, which that's huge. Yeah. She says for the shit with the synth, for all of it, none of it matters. Not anymore. And then she puts the phone down and the sword down and sprints to the gate. And you're like, what are you about to do? If you're going to the gate, you need the freaking sword. Like, what are you doing? That was your weapon. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's not leave that behind. (laughs) Maybe. Chapter 87. Chapter 87. Um, Bryce makes her final stand. The Starborn Princess. What? What? I was not expecting this. No. Not at all. Like, wild. The first time I read this, I was like, wait, excuse me? Yeah. What? Yeah. Crazy. Because they always just talk about how she doesn't have powers. Right. And you're like, like, okay with that. You're like, okay, cool. She's like this powerless fae. Like, whatever. Half fae. Like, no big deal. But then there's this? What? What? Oh, my God. So everyone at the summit is freaking out. Right. Because Bryce is running towards the gate. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to glow. Yeah, they see, like, radiating light. But then they yep. realize it's coming from her. Yep. You're like, what? What? And so it's, like, growing stronger and stronger. And then Bryce speaks. She says, I am Bryce Quinlan, heir to the star-born fae. And then the ground shakes, and she draws out a star from inside of her and rune literally falls to his knees when he sees like the light emanating from her well because he had just like that little spark that like little kernel yeah she literally pulls a star out of her chest this is insane insane um so we get a flashback yeah at this point yes it's like co- like coffee break like right 
Yes. Breathe. We find out finally everything that happened senior year. Yes. So, oh right, they had tried to free those animals. Mm-hmm. They they had the tumble with the motorcycle bike. The, you know, shifters were about to shoot them for what they did. And they're having their moment, right? Like Bryce is crying. Danica's crying. They're saying they love each other. They think they're about to die. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what we got up to before. Right. But now. Yeah. Powers. Yes. So basically they're being held at gunpoint when Danica tells Bryce that she loves her. And it's like, she's never said that to anyone. Right. And it like unlocks like this part in Bryce. Then she decides to like trust Danica with this. And yes. she tells her, she's like, close your eyes. And she just like emits this light out of her that literally blinds the guys. And she like Everything. gets up and like takes their guns and kills them as they're all blinded. And Danica's yep. just like, you know, curled up in a ball, eyes closed. Yep. Um, and yeah, like she kept this locked away from the Autumn King, the Asteri, Rune. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It it's said, been like, her like biggest secret. Yeah. It said, um, pure light of a star from another world from long, long ago, the gift of the ancient Fae reborn again, light, but nothing more than that. Not an Asteri who possessed brute power of the stars, just light. So it's like interesting because it's like, not i mean it's a power it's light yeah but it's like it's not really power because it it wasn't power in the way that they usually read right because it's so ancient right so it's just interesting yeah there was like a little loophole there that kind of kept her secret i know and like we learned that she hid it from rune because like of how much her father like made it such a big deal that rune had this like kernel of power and she didn't want to take away that like like respect that he got for it like yeah. the power that he got for having it just like everything that went with it she didn't want to take that away from him yeah. which is just like this is what you've been ha- like you still could have had a relationship with him bryce yeah but you just not have to say anything about the starborn powers but like whatever <sighs> that's fine yeah yeah it's just it's so it's so sweet like it just yeah. she was so happy to have a brother mm-hmm she just didn't want to take it from him. I know. I was like, you didn't have to. You, they're not like, you could have just kept that part a secret. Like you didn't yeah. have to tell him. You could have just been like brother and sister. Or maybe she knew he would do something about it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But so Danica finally gets to open her eyes mm-hmm. and she's worried what Danica is going to think. Right. But it says there was only wonder on Danica's face, wonder and love. Mm. And it's just... It's such a sweet moment between the two of them. Right. And so we can see truly why they're so close now. Yeah. I mean, when you go through something like that. When you're trusting somebody with like your secret that could literally get you killed. Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah. So. But it maybe makes sense now why Danica picked mm-hmm. Bryce. Yeah. To have that horn. Yes. Because of the connection of starborn power mm-hmm. and the horn yes it still would have been nice if there was some consent involved a little bit but we can kind of understand danica's logic outside of just like i think my friend will keep it safe right yeah um but then flashback to like reality yep and bryce takes this whole star and like thrusts it into the gates like clear stone and says close you're like okay uh, okay <laughs> okay okay chapter 88 well real quick we one of the things we find out so she thinks that this gift is useless but when she was a child Mm -hmm. she used it to save her mother and randall oh yeah when the autumn king's like 
Faye like came to get him. Yeah. She's just like it, it didn't do much besides blind people, but she'd done it for yeah for them. And you come to realize you're like, oh, her mom and Randall didn't just take care of it. Right. Baby Bryce took care of it. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah. And then also something that I didn't like make the connection before, but like the Crystallis's venom mutes any kind of powers. Yeah. And so that was part of the reason why, even if she wanted to mm-hmm. couldn't access the side yeah. of herself for so long yeah but now that the venom is out she, she has felt access. that unlock mm-hmm. and now she can access it mm. which is great timing great timing um okay now chapter 88 chapter 88 last one the summit is reeling from bryce's powers and sandriel is preparing to end it but Hypaxia and Hunt have other plans. Oh, MG. Hypaxia <laughs> removes the tattoo. I'm, I'm like so freaking out. I was like, what is about to happen? Like, yes. What is going to happen? Yes. Oh, my God. I love that she has. Because, I mean, they foreshadowed that earlier about how witches have that power. But, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know, like, if they could just casually. Right. I'm like, take what? it off. You could just get rid of it. Like, I mean, not- I guess she's the queen. So maybe it's not that casual. But right. <laughs> but it was still shocking. Yes. So everyone's just like, holy shit, she's starborn. Yes. There's two starborn. Right. She's extra starborn, but there's two starborn. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of like just reeling from that. But she closed the gate. Like she closed yeah. the heart gate. But all the other gates are still open. Right. But it's like the the light that she's put into it like refracted on all the gates. So it's like she's like, maybe this will like deter them from coming because they'll remember the history of like the starborn mm-hmm. and what we can do to them. So like fingers maybe crossed. Hell, but the other gates are still open. Right. Um, and the Autumn King takes this moment to make an angry phone call. Yes. To Miss Ember Quinlan. Yeah. And I think it's so funny. She's she's like about to ask, like, who is this? And the king says, You've known she was Starborn Fay all these years and lied to me about it. And she's like, I have been waiting for this call for more than 20 years. And I like can hear the smugness yes. on the other line. I love Ember so I'm much. Like, you go, girl. Yes. Um, <sighs> and she's just like, what do you think ended your goons all those years ago? Not me and Randall. They had her in their grasp by the neck and they had us at gunpoint. She realized that they were going to do to me, to Randall, and she fucking blinded them. Mm-hmm. And then, excuse me. And then we get the whole. What blinds an oracle realization? Frickin' Bryce Quinlan. Bryce Quinlan, the starborn light. Oh, my gosh. Like, Ember reveals that, you know, this is when we get, like, the full reveal about how Ember is telling him that, like, Bryce never told Rune because she loved him more than she hated her dad. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, she didn't want to take it away from Rune. And just, like, it's so sweet. Yeah. Stupid, but so sweet. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then... Ember ends the call. You left her on the curb like garbage. I hope she finally returns the favor. You fucking asshole. And just hangs up the phone. <laughs> Which is epic. Yes. But also, she doesn't know what's happening to Bryce right now. No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she might have behaved differently. Yes. If she knew what was going on with her daughter. Oh, my gosh. Craziness. <sighs> um. Okay. So that's happening. Yep. And as this is happening, like hypaxia she comes up to hunt and puts her hand on his and uses her magic to remove the tattoo i'm just like i'm oh my god like i'm screaming in my head yeah but like she nods as he looks at sandriel like confirming yes like go kill her yep 
and you're like, oh my gosh, like Hypaxia wants to drill that. Like this is also we're killing two archangels in one day. Like what? What? <laughs> Crazy. And then um, Sandriel is saying she kind of like was doing something with her phone under the table. Yeah. And Rune's like, wait, what were you doing? And she says, I took care of a problem. And that's when they realize like, like they're going to kill Bryce. She told the Asteri everything that just happened. Yep. Like that is not good. Yeah. Because that's too much power. Yep. Too much ancient power mm-hmm. could be used against them somehow. Got to end it. End it. So fuck her. Yes. And the Asteri. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yep. Um, and Rune goes, they can't kill her. She's the only one who can shut those fucking gates. And Sandriel goes, she hasn't made the drop yet, Prince. So they most certainly can. And it looks like she's wholly drained anyway. I doubt she'll be able to close a second gate, let alone six more. Which, like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. But also, in a way, she's right. She's so right. Bryce, like, literally. Just like, like, how is Bryce going to do this? She doesn't have six more stars chilling in her chest. She's, like, so, she's, like, panting. Right. Totally she's depleted. Depleted. Yeah. So, uh, and this is like when we kind of like get the realization, like Danica knew, like, this is why she tattooed the horn on Bryce, yep. like, because, you know, only Bryce could wield it. And now like object and wielder had become one in the same and the Assyri definitely want to destroy it. Yep. So and I love the end of this chapter. It says they'd kill Bryce, his Bryce hunts attention narrowed on the back of Sandriel's neck. And he rose to his feet as Hypaxia's magic dissolved the halo from his brow. Mm. cliffhanger Ah! Ah! so intense so intense man okay so next week we're finishing the book oh my gosh finale week it's finale week next week that's crazy crazy so it's chapters 89 through 97 a lot of like short choppy chapters again yep um but epic 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 and we will not stop crying in case you were curious like there are more tears to come oh my gosh so so many more tears okay well what do you guys think did you enjoy oh my gosh are you also reeling screaming crying (sighs) okay let us know and we'll talk next week bye bye Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.